0: Hey everyone, and welcome to the Soul Anchor Podcast, where together we'll discover how to stay anchored in a storm and how to thrive. I've invited some friends that I deeply admire and whose authentic stories will encourage you to embrace hope when the waves crash. These are friends who have navigated some fairly deep waters of unthinkable circumstances, but they've arrived back on shore resilient and strong. We will also have a segment what i call anchor coaching we'll all answer your questions about what to do and how to stand strong in a storm and give some practical helps on how to navigate that and we'll also be talking about just some fun things like staying sane, how to keep our sense of humor, how to stay distracted, so to speak, from the heaviness of the storm. And so hopefully that will be an encouragement to you as well. So I am your host, Cynthia Cavanaugh, and I am so glad you are here. Hey, everyone. It's so great to have you back again on the Soul Anchor podcast. And Wow, the weather has done a shift here where I live, and it's cold and rainy, and we're getting out our hot apple cider and putting our pumpkins on our porches, and I, this is one of my favorite seasons of the year. I love the crisp days and the following leaves and all the things that are associated with autumn. I just really enjoy that. I enjoy the coziness of being inside, and and taking walks outside in the brisk air as well and so I hope that your fall is going well now that we're kind of in a rhythm um, you know September is gone and are a few weeks gone <laughs> already it's hard to believe that things are creeping up and we're already seeing Christmas I was just out shopping and Hobby Lobby the other day looking for some things and boy, Christmas is everywhere already, and I'm getting a little panicky, actually, that I'm not going to be have everything organized. This year has just been really different, and so I'm just going to take a breath, and I encourage you to do the same, but that's not what we're talking about today. We are going to talk about, actually, the battles. We're going to kind of continue a little bit on what we talked about last week with Heidi McLaughlin, and she talked about joy. You know, how do we have fresh joy? How our gratitude can be that leverage, that jumping off place for continuing to have joy when our life is difficult, when we are kind of in that kind of battle. And I have a sign um, right in front of my computer that I can see. And it's it says, you know, for the battle is not yours, but God's. And I have to remember that so often when I'm Walking through something hard, or I'm having a bad day, or I'm dealing with people that m- might be, you know, more difficult. And just remembering that life is hard sometimes. And, you know, it, it can feel like a battle. And especially it feels like a battle when we are in a difficult place. And last week, I had lots of those kinds of things happen, just random things happening that just felt a little weary around the edges, stumbling off the battlefield, you know, my armor a little bit dented and chipped and had to kind of, you know, regroup. And one of the things that God just showed me that I just want to share with you today, and this is what we're going to talk about is strategies in the battle. And, you know, we do know that God is, is the one that fights our battles for us but we're still human and we still try to fix things and we still try to do it our own way and not listen to the commander-in-chief so to speak and so we might get a little more beat up or weary because we should have done it god's way to begin with and so i've been reading through first chronicles in preparation for a new bible study that i'm working on uh, about the kings of judah that won't come out for a while, but it's a manuscript that I have a deadline for that I'm working on. And so I've been reading in First Chronicles, and just to kind of get the context and the backstory of all the, you know, the different kings of Judah, and just so that I can, you know, learn my history well by just soaking myself in God's word. And so God really spoke to me through this portion of scripture in first chronicles about when david had just been anointed uh, king and he was taking his rightful place as the king of israel this is after saul and had been had died and he was no longer the king and so david was now the new king over israel he'd been fleeing and wandering around the desert and hiding with his mighty men all kinds of things that happened to him and now he was taking his rightful place. So we find in 1 Chronicles 14, um, a story about when the Philistines, who were probably Israel's greatest um, enemy at the time. And this is what it says. I'm going to read to you from 1 Chronicles fourteen eight, And it says, when the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over all Israel, all the Philistines went up to search for David. But David heard of it, and he went out against them. Now the Philistines had come, and they made a raid in the valley of Rephaim. And David inquired of God, should I go up against the Philistines? Will you give them into my hand? And the Lord said to him, go up, and I will give them into your hand. And so he went up, and David struck them down there. And then the scripture says, and I love this, David said, God has broken through my enemies by my hand like a bursting flood. And so everything was destroyed there. And then another time the Philistines came again. And this is what the Bible says. The Bible says, and when David again inquired of God, God said to him, you shall not go up after them. Go around and come against them opposite the balsam trees and when you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the balsam trees then go out to battle for god has gone before you to strike down the army of the philistines and david did as god commanded him and he gave him the victory now when i was reading this you know so often i you know i can read the bible stories and the verses and I'll just get a different take on it every time. And I've read this story many, many times. I love the history in the Old Testament. I think there's so much we can learn there. But there's a couple things that God really spoke to me through this passage that I wanted to share with you. And I've just been, you know, reflecting on it for several days before I would share it with you. And what came to mind for me was that when we are in a battle, when you and I are in a battle we tend we do ask god you know when we feel like okay god we don't know what to do and then we'll ask him right or we might ask him in the beginning and yet we continue to fight the battle but one of the things that jumped out at me in this passage when is when it said and again david inquired of the lord so here we find he had a victory with the philistines but then the enemy was relentless it came against them the children of israel once again so david went back to ask god what he should do this time he didn't use the same strategy so to speak that he used the first time he asked god and because he asked god god gave him a different strategy to come against the enemy in a different way so that they would have victory and i really was reflecting on that and i thought oh my goodness How often when I'm in a battle, I'm in a storm, and I ask God, and I know that he speaks to me, and he gives me a strategy, so I use that strategy, and I keep going with that strategy. I see victories, but I don't stop and ask God again what he wants me to do next. In other words, I use the same strategy when I face something else, maybe in that same battle. Now, that's not necessarily wrong. Because God will honor our heart in that. But what I want to suggest to you that is no one battle is, you know, is clear cut, right? There's different ways that the enemy comes against us in a battle to continue to discourage us and speak words of doubt to us. How God, you know, this is going on so long. What's, you know, why am I in this mess for so long? Why doesn't this person you know, get their act together and you just feel weary in the battle, but we keep using the same strategy and um, the longer the battle goes, I think the more that we have to ask God, what else we need to do it. Do we need to do something different? And God really spoke this into my heart because, you know, I'm facing some battles recently, some relational battles, some really tough things some years and years things that are trying to resolve and it's exhausting i'm exhausted from fighting this particular battle and yet you know i really feel like god said you need to ask me again like you're going off of old intel right like in a normal battle when you see on the battlefield they need fresh intel so they know how to scout out the enemy so they know how to fight the enemy You're not going to find any group on the planet of nations or in history that have, you know, had wars and battle plans against each other that work off of intel that's a year old, six months old, even a week old. They had to gather fresh information so they would know how to fight the battle. So there's a couple things that I found from this passage. And if you know me, if you've listened to me long enough in my teaching, I always like to pick at least a couple of things that we can walk away with practically so how do we have know how to have strategy for the battle well first of all it's so obvious right in this passage is that it says in verse 10 and verse 14 it says that David inquired of God okay we can't live off of just one thing God has told us from last year or a battle that we fought you know even last week sometimes And I love the word where it said, and again, David inquired of the Lord. So it gives the impression that David, it implies the impression that David regularly asked God that he wanted God to be a part of every single part of fighting his battle. And I think that. Has to be true for us. I know that has to be true for me. And how often do I just, I'm in the battle, I'm fighting, and you know, I'm getting tired and weary, and then I don't stop. I don't lay down my sword. I don't stop and take a break and say, Okay, God, I'm fighting this. I believe you're giving me direction, but what else do I need to do? And so we need to inquire of God. And over and over in scripture, we find this, you know, those that God gave success to often, well, it was, it's true that he gave them success based on the fact that they actually asked God and those that were disobedient, like Saul, King Saul, he didn't do what God asked him to do. He didn't ask God. And that's why he was, you know, he's, his reign ended not well. He didn't go down in the book of history of the Kings of Israel as being a King that followed after God. Um, He didn't end well because he did not inquire of the lord in fact the scripture says he inquired of a medium or a spirit someone else other than god himself who is the one that had put him in that place to begin with so we need to ask god we don't we let's not stop and just live off the last time we asked god instruction let's see if that same instruction holds true does god want us to keep doing the same thing do we need a new strategic way to go around and ask God to help us. Then the second thing, the strategy for the battle is just to remember that it's God's battle, right? It's not ours. He's the one that fights our battles. He's the one that ultimately sees the big picture, what we can't see. And he's the one that's going to deliver us. It's not going to be by our own human you know, wisdom or knowledge or ability or, you know, great psychology or three steps or whatever about how the battle's going to be won. If we've asked God to help us, it's him that's going to be the one that's going to give the answers and deliver us. But I love what David says is that he said in verse 11, God has broken through my enemies um, by my hand. So he recognizes that God used him to break through to the enemy, right? That God had to use him, but he gives God the credit. God has broken through my enemies. It's not by his own skill or his own might, his own strategy of how he was able to, you know, knock down the Philistines in battle and get the victory. It was by God's hand that he broke through his enemies. And David recognizes that. David recognizes it that it's only through God that he was able to win that battle and it holds true for us too like even what i'm facing right now relationally it's only by god it's only by god that he's going to break through whatever needs to happen so that there can be healing relationally and so whatever you're facing is if we ask god to help us he gives us the strategy and then we see victory we need to make sure that we thank god for that that we say god thank you for helping us to break through whatever the enemy was trying to come against us in having this problem in our lives. And then the third strategy for the battle is actually it's the result, right? It becomes then when we when we give credit to God, when we say we give God the glory and honor. And it says in the Bible there in the passage that God gave David fame through all that knew about what had happened and the fear of God was all the nations around there knew that God was on David's side. And so when we allow God to help us fight our battles and we don't try to figure it all out by ourselves, we're so good at that. I'm so good at that. I'm going to speak for myself. I'm so good at trying to strategize. I'm fascinated by human behavior, so I will think of all the different ways I can come <laughs> come and try to make it work, and what I really need is to ask God for him to give me his strategy, his psychology of the best way to, to approach it, and of course, just praying, praying, praying too. So the result is, when God does, is a part of the process, a part of the battle, and we follow his leading, as it says, and David did what God said and I think that's a key is that we have to do what God says and that could be a number three and then this is number four the result we really need to do what God says if we hear from God and he says this is the way you should do it this is the strategy for this battle whatever it is if it means being quiet if it means not talking about it anymore if it means backing off of something if it means going a different direction even if no one else no one else agrees or just, you know, or they're fighting against that, whatever. We need to make sure that we know and be are secure in what God's told us. Then we need to actually obey what he's saying. Then the result, as I said, I'm going to make this number four, is that it will be a testimony to all, right? And And that's exactly what happened in this situation. We learn that Because God gave them victory, it was a testimony to all that knew. And they knew that it was God. It's not that they were afraid of David. Of course, he was the king. But they knew that David had uh, this relationship with Almighty God and that they better be careful. The enemies better be careful. They're going to come against David because he had God on his side and God was his stronghold and his refuge so I just pray and hope that's an encouragement to you today to remember that we don't have to fight our battles all by ourselves. And I think we know that in theory, and that's one of the reasons I have this sign right next to my computer so I will remember that the battles that I'm fighting, that they're God's and not mine, and that the strategies are God's too. I don't have to come up with some super strategy that if I lean in and I ask God, he's actually going to help. He wants me to succeed. He wants me to flourish in life. He wants you to flourish in life. He wants you to have good things. He wants you to have, and I don't mean things like material things. He wants you to have an abundance of joy and peace in your life and rest and have strength to be able to live the life that he's called you to live. And then when we are in the middle of a really hard storm, That doesn't mean that those things are to go away. It just doesn't mean we have strength and joy and peace and rest in the times where we're not facing lots of battles. God wants us to have those in the midst of the battle. He wants us to call on him, to ask him. He is so ready to help us. And I, you know, I just, I'm preaching to myself here because there's so many times where I just try to figure it out myself. And I hope I'm getting smarter as I get older. But God is so ready to help us. He is just waiting to be with you. He's just waiting to be with me to say, hey, look, I see this. I see the big picture. I want you to go around this time. Here's a different strategy of how to approach this problem. So if you've been racking your brain lately and you have a problem in your life that you just don't know what to do, you are just clueless. And you've tried everything and you're just beating your head against the wall. Can I encourage you to ask God again and just wait and listen and see what he wants to say to you and see he, I I just believe for you that he has a new strategy for you, a new way to be able to help you um, come around this issue and this problem that you might be facing in your life. So take time if you want to read that um, story in First Chronicles. It's just a fascinating story, and I just pray it will be of great encouragement to you. And so I'm just going to pray for you as we finish up here and just ask God that he would help us to be able to learn and discern those strategies that he wants us to have at this time in our particular storm So God, I just thank you so much for your word. Your word is living and active. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, as the Bible says. And I thank you for the stories in the Old Testament that remind us of how We can be like David, that when we inquire of you, when we ask of you, and we're in a battle and we're in a place where we just don't know where to turn, you are more than happy to pull out the best intel, the best battle plan, the best strategy to help us to be able to have victory in our lives. And so God, I just pray for my listeners. I pray God that whatever they're facing right now, I pray God that you would, um, whispered discernment and wisdom into their heart today that they would see maybe a new way to approach their problem their issue god that you would show them a new a new way maybe it's just encouraging and cultivating a heart of gratitude so that they will have more joy in the, their life maybe it's just not talking about their problem as much maybe it's just being silent or just stop talking to the a person maybe that they're having a problem with i don't know what that is god but i know that you know and you are have you have just more than a bag of tricks god you have just miles and miles far beyond what we could even see of wisdom that you want to give us. So I pray you would give them courage today to be able to ask you and the patience and the ability to listen and the belief um, that you would give them faith to be able to listen and know that you will answer them. And so I just ask this in your name. Amen. Now it's time again for our anchor coaching and as I've been following this format the last several weeks, just feeling led to ask you a question. And so as we close out this episode today and we're talking about strategy for fighting our battles and making sure that God is a part of what we're doing, I just want to ask you this one question in closing for you to think about this week. When is the last time that you asked God for a strategy for your battle? Whatever you're facing right now, whatever your storm is, when is the last time you inquired of God, as it says, as David did, he inquired of God and he inquired of God again. Just think about when's the last time and maybe, just maybe, it's time to lay our own strategies down and ask God once again to help us to see it from a different perspective and maybe he wants us to do something different. So I just encourage you this week as you spend time in God's word and praying that you would ask God to show you if there is a new strategy you're supposed to be using as you fight your battle, as you fight for a relationship, as you fight for and praying over one of your children or your grandchildren as you fight for standing for truth and in your workplace or fighting for the healing of a relationship, whatever it is, whatever storm you are in, um, you know, losing a job or a sickness or whatever. Maybe God is asking you to think about a different strategy to fight the battle. And so, that's my question I'm posing to you today as we finish out this episode. And I just want to close with a funny story for you quickly, because as you know, I said last week that I felt like God was asking me to step up my prayer before this, the election and just really humble myself and pray and just step that up because I was really feeling like I hadn't been doing a great job at that lately, and and so as I've been praying, and, and I told you that I gave up chocolate to be praying between, you know, for the month of October, between now and the election, well, isn't this just, I mean, <laughs> I just laugh at this, because usually I'm so conscious of it, because chocolate is so important to me. So my husband and I on Saturday were uh, taking a trip down um, a couple hours away and we went through the drive through of Panera because we were gonna get some lunch on our drive down. And so I ordered something for lunch and then automatically I didn't even think about it, I said, and I'd like a chocolate chip cookie. Now what's really funny about this is that my husband knows that I'm fasting chocolate I obviously fasting chocolate, and I've been for a couple of weeks, and I ate, you know, we shared the cookie, I ate half of it, and it didn't even dawn on me in the moment when I was eating it, like, oh, I said I wasn't going to eat chocolate at all, and I, and it didn't even hit me, not then, and not later, not till actually much later, and so we had driven down, but then we were actually going down to pick up a car. And so my husband drove the, the other car home and I met my sister for dinner. And so we we had dinner and we usually eat at this restaurant. We've met there several times and we hadn't been there for a long time and we always have this dessert. It's two chocolate chip cookies with sandwich in between and ice cream and hot fudge on it. And so, you know, they didn't have that particular dessert. So we said, okay, you have chocolate cake. So they brought out this chocolate cake and with the ice cream, and all of a sudden, I'm looking at that chocolate cake, and I said to my sister, I can't eat that. She goes, what do you mean? And she said, I can't eat that whole thing, and I I said, well, I'm not supposed to be eating chocolate. I've I've been fasting that in prayer for what's been going on in our country, and I'm not supposed, and I, but I thought, then I said to her, I told her the story about the chocolate chip cookie, and I just said, oh, you know what? It's okay. I think God just gave me grace. And so I'm just going to eat it. So I ate half of it. And of course I restarted again the next day on Sunday. But it was just hilarious because it didn't even cross my mind. It didn't even cross my mind till hours later what I had done. And you know, I just think that was God's sense of humor, actually, that you know because we don't you know when we decide to do something like that and we want to be obedient to the Lord I know that he gives me grace because I didn't do it intentionally now of course I ate the second piece intentionally but I just felt like at that point I had already broken it that day that that God just has given me grace he I I think that he just knew I had such a hard week last week that It was okay for me to have a little bit of chocolate that he knew my heart he knew my heart was to please him and so I just think that you know it just cracks me up and I just wanted to share that with you as we close out this episode and talking about fighting our battles and the things that God asks us to do sometimes that to give ourselves grace give ourselves grace to step off the path for a few moments When we wanted to do something and just to realize that God really does know our hearts and he loves us and he knows that we want to please him. And if that's our purpose in doing that, then, you know, he's going to say, hey, it's all good, right? Because he loves us so much. So have a great week and let's be in prayer together for our nation and for the election as coming up. And we know that God is sovereign. And so let's just pray into that and do our part. And so I will see you next week. And actually, I want to tell you, I have some very special guests in the next couple of weeks over the next couple of times, um, end of October and into um, November. So stay tuned for the Soul Anchor Podcast, and I will catch you later. Thanks so much for joining me today on The Soul Anchor. Grab a friend and join our community at thesoulanchor.com. That's thesoulanchor.com to receive the show notes and resources to help you through your personal storm. If you've been encouraged today, would you please consider leaving a review, subscribing or sharing this podcast, or maybe even all three? I'd be ever so grateful. Until next time. Remember, you are not alone. God is for you, and you will get through this.